Perfect. How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of Bear Down Uncut, the show where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, in episode 189 of Uncut, we are going to be addressing Justin Fields. It has been a slow start to the season for him. However, reports from the last couple of days are sharing that the Bears remain positive about his progression despite the slow start to the season. Today in episode 189, we're going to be discussing how we feel about his progression, what we expect to see out of the second-year quarterback the rest of the season, and also whether or not he can still become the franchise guy. Welcome back to the channel, guys, wherever you may be listening. Feels good to be back once again. If you haven't done so already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, wherever you may be listening, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're trying to post the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web throughout the entirety of the 2022 regular season, so your guys' support means a lot to us. I am your host, Chris Maltby. Today, I am joined on my right by my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, I see you repping the Mitchell Trubisky jersey. We've got Brown Steelers tonight, Thursday night football. I assume I know who you're rooting for in that one. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for Mitch. You know, I want to see a good game out of him. And, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for some football tonight, even though it's the Browns and the Steelers, two teams. You know, it's Mitch Trubisky versus Jacoby Brissett. You know, I wish could have had a better matchup than that. You know, last week we had uh, Herbert versus Mahomes, obviously, and that was a great great game. But, you know, uh, can't be wrong. I can't be wrong with anything football-related and uh, excited to see how number 10 performs. Should be a little bit of an interesting game for sure. I read online earlier 30 to 40 mile hour, 30 to 40 mile per hour winds projected uh, in, in Cleveland. So it uh, could definitely be a handoff fest, but uh, two teams that most definitely need the win. Uh, and a lot of Steelers fans are starting to look at Kenny Pickett. A lot of Browns fans are starting to think, man, we wish we had that guy, Deshaun Watson, playing. However, he's not available right now. So it uh, should be an interesting one tonight for two teams that will be clawing throughout the season uh, to potentially make the playoffs. But let's get right into this, part. Justin Fields has been the talk of the town ever since the game against Green Bay ended. Uh, his stats this season, uh, specifically his passing attempts, have been alarming and understandably so. Uh, The report that I was talking about earlier was from ESPN's Dan Graziano. He reported that the Chicago Bears are remaining positive about quarterback Justin Fields and his progression despite the slow start to the season. To quote him exactly, he said, everything I hear about Fields is positive, so I don't get the sense that I I don't get the sense that the reason for the conservative game planning is all about doubting Fields. Parth, uh, you know, it was a little bit of an interesting game on Sunday, week one, in terms of Fields' production was also interesting. A lot of people like to overreact early in the season, but I want to come to you first and ask you specifically. Uh, Justin Fields has had 12 starts in the league. He played uh, a handful of his starts last season with injured ribs. How are you feeling about his progression heading into week three at the start of this 2022 season? I'm a little disappointed, a little worried. Um I mean, at the end of the day, you would hope to see more out of Justin Fields uh, after the first two weeks. I thought last week was a very um, 
interesting performance for sure. You know, at the end of the day, he only had 11 pass attempts, and I feel like we need to make sure that he gets more pass attempts at the end of the day to make sure that we can correctly evaluate him. And that's the thing. It's hard to say how he's doing right now just because he's only had a very limited amount of pass attempts. I mean, week one was the whole flood fest and all that stuff was going on. It was raining, so couldn't evaluate him there that much, except he had a really good second half against the 49ers. But in the Packers game, nothing good really happened throughout the game besides that one drive, the first drive for the Bears, where he was able to rush it in for the touchdown. And at the end of the day, um, uh, Luke gets, he needs to trust his quarterback more and, uh, you know, whatever they worked on this off season, they got to trust their plans at the end. If it doesn't work out, then we know who's the guy. And if it does work out, then we know who, then, then we know them can move further with Justin Fields. I think it's all about trusting him. And at the end of the day, uh, we haven't seen much out of him because of that. Um, and I think the bears are going to definitely have to make sure that they switch up their offensive game plans a little bit and out more on. Oh, you cut out there, but no worries. I uh, got the gist of your point. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm worried just yet. Uh, I've got two things to bring into consideration here. Uh, number one, a stat that I saw earlier this week on Twitter, uh, being that the Bears' 28 pass attempts uh, is the lowest amount of pass attempts that a team has had through two weeks to start the season since 2002 in the NFL. So Justin Fields has thrown the ball 28 times, uh, and that's overall his pass attempts. It uh, doesn't even have to do with his completions. Uh, I think I messed that up earlier, but uh, his 28 pass attempts are the lowest through two weeks since 2002. Uh, I, I completely agree with you. I think Luke Getze absolutely needs to trust him more. You have to give Justin the keys to the car, and what better opportunity to do that and get him some confidence back than against Houston this weekend a game that he's probably going to be expected to win. Number two, a big point that I think a lot of Bears fans aren't taking into consideration is the talent around fields. I think Bears fans, at least through two weeks, can argue that the offensive line is playing better and maybe Justin Fields needs to trust his his guys up front more when, when they're in pass protection because he has had a lot of clean pockets, a lot of opportunities to be able to evade and scramble. Hasn't done the best with that. I think his awareness needs to improve, but... Outside of that, there isn't much talent. I think the Bears have a very solid run game. Uh, maybe a lot of us are starting to understand, as much as this hurts me to say, that Darnell Mooney maybe isn't that number one guy against some of the top cornerbacks in the league. Uh, Cole Komet uh, seemingly still is somewhat of a mess. So the Bears have a lot to figure out offensively, but it doesn't entirely circle around fields. So the Bears, obviously, and we've been talking about it all offseason, didn't do an incredible job at putting Justin in a good opportunity to succeed this year. Uh, and I think they're seeing the consequences of that uh, now, unfortunately. So Fields, uh, I, I hope will continue to progress. I'm, I'm not worried about it. He's only played 12 games uh, and we'll get to a little bit of a timetable later as to when we expect to see more progression. But uh, I'm not worried right now. I think he, once again, uh, just like Mitchell Trubisky did early in his second year in Chicago, he has shown flashes. He has the ability. Uh, Justin's an incredible athlete, and I do believe uh, that he's only going to get better throughout time. So uh, some of this stuff, as we mentioned last week in our Packers coverage with Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers and getting more chemistry with his wide receivers, a brand new group, some of this stuff takes time, and, and Bears fans are going to have to be patient if they want to see this good progression out of fields throughout the season. Uh, and he's also going to need help. 
from his offensive coordinator, and he's going to need to trust the people around him more and have a little bit better awareness. So definitely have some critiques for a critique for him so far this season, but uh, a lot of people still have to be patient. Let's talk a little bit more about the rest of the season part uh, in totality. I think a lot of Bears fans came into this season with sky-high expectations, especially following the week one win against the 49ers, the undefeated preseason. Um, however, and you might want to mute yourself while your fire alarm is going off. <laughs> however, uh, I, I think a lot of people uh, need to lower their expectations first. I'll, I'll speak first here so Parth can figure out his situation. But I think we're good. Yeah. Oh, you're good? Okay. Well, I'll come to you then. Sorry, this has been a little bit of a mess, but I guess that's why this is why these are uncuts. Is because uh, we just upload them regardless exactly. of whatever happens. Sometimes some spontaneous surprises come on through. Uh, but Parth, it seems like a lot of Bears fans are starting to lower their expectations a little bit in terms of Fields' play this season. And feel free to talk through the fire alarm if you want. Uh, but what do you expect to see out of Justin the rest of the season uh, with the small sample size you've been able to see so far this year? So far, I haven't really seen much. But, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, as people walk past my room. We're um, college dudes, I feel like man. We, it gets a little hectic from time to time. Yeah, no. All right. It's like an open invite in this house at all times, so we always have people coming through. It's, it's <laughs> a little frustrating, especially when you're trying to record a podcast. But, oh, you know, it's a Thursday night, so things are going to start rolling. But, um, yeah, I mean, Justin Fields, uh, I feel like this start of the season has been a little bit slow, and at the end of the day, it's not all been his fault. Like Chris mentioned, not that many pass attempts. He currently ranks 33rd out of all quarterbacks, and there's 32 teams. So, I mean, Cooper Rush is the 32nd quarterback or the 31st quarterback, something like that, and Dak Prescott. But – that just shows how he needs to get more pass attempts and our receivers need to get ways to get open. And <clears throat> Darnell Mooney, you know, I expected big things out of him this year, despite, you know, him being having that spotlight. I thought he was going to be able to work through it, but we haven't seen much out of him. Luke gets, he needs to make sure that he gets him open. Same with Cole Komet. You got to draw plays where those two guys get open as they're the main pass catchers on this offense right now. And you got to make sure that your best players get the ball or at the end of the day, you're going to be in big time trouble. And, um, for Fields himself, I wanted to see him, you know, just get better, uh, make sure his progressions are getting there, seeing the defense, just the small details. I feel like right now we expected too much out of coming in, coming into this season. I think now it's just a slow development process that we're going to have to take on and uh, take on the flashes when they come on because we know the kid is special. He can run around defenses, make some big throws, make some big plays like that. Um, but I think he needs to get better as becoming an quarterback first um and um you know make sure that he gets to read the, understand the defenses and gets his reads and stuff like that right first i most definitely give justin fields the benefit of the doubt for a lot of what's happened in chicago and that is because as i mentioned earlier he played part of his rookie season uh with injured ribs uh he started 11 games between games 11 and 12 11 and 12 that he started. There's a brand new offensive scheme. There's a brand new offensive coordinator. There's a brand new head coach. There are a lot of rotating pieces on the offensive line. The weapons aren't the same. I think the bears have not done a great job at surrounding fields. And that's why I'm looking forward to 2023. As much as I don't want to look away from this season, uh, the bears are going to have a ton of cap space next off season or, and are going to be able to spend on the offensive line on the wide receivers. They'll have a high draft pick in the first round. Uh, 
For the rest of the season, though, uh, I, I think I agree with you, Parth. I'd love to see Luke Getze toss in more pass attempts. I think that's first and foremost. That's the best way to evaluate him. I think I would also uh, move on and also say that I would like to see Fields work on some more of the small stuff, as you mentioned. Uh, I think his awareness is a big one. I think two things we've seen Justin Fields improve this offseason uh, is his release. I think it looks a lot faster. I think he has a lot more zip on the ball uh, when he gets behind it. Uh, and also, he doesn't seem to have, and knock on wood, I'm going to do it right now, knock on wood uh, that he doesn't have the fumbling problems that he had last year because it does seem like at times he was a little bit careless with the ball, and we haven't seen that that much this year. Uh, so I think those are two things that have vastly improved, but uh, his presence in the pocket uh, I think is something that I would look look for improve a little bit, look to Im- see improvements with uh, as well as a little bit better footwork. I think Justin Fields is someone, as I've mentioned and I'll continue to mention, uh, is, he's so special when he's able to get outside the pocket and make plays happen by extending the play. Uh, so he's got to use those legs. Uh, and I think if he can show the ability to do that, it's going to create more big opportunities for the Chicago Bears downfield, more of an opportunity to get guys like Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney involved when they have to improvise on routes and can find soft spots in the defense. So uh, I would like to see Fields improve some of his fundamentals. I really do think he's able to make the throws. Uh, he's only had one interse- or two interceptions this season, one I don't really count in garbage time last week in Green Bay. So uh, I believe he has the ability to get the ball to his receivers. However, uh, the time will tell, uh, and I think this weekend against Houston is going to be a huge test for Justin Fields. We have a sponsored message now. Once again, support for the show is provided uh, all season and this week, specifically by our friends over at Manscaped. So let's jump into that before we get back into answering more questions about fields. Support for Bear Down is brought to you by Manscaped, who's best, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BEARDOWN at manscaped.com. Once again, you can see it on the screen right now, B-E-A-R-D-O-W-N, BEARDOWN at manscaped.com. Me and Parth, I know for a fact, used our lawnmower 4.0s just a couple of days ago, but the Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh my goodness, it is a game changer. Inside this package, you will find the Lawnmower 4.0 as well as the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. And you will also find the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, as well as Boxer Briefs and a Travel Bag to hold onto your goodies. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the future of grooming, and dare I say, it is the greatest ball trimmer ever. It has 400K, 4,000K LED spotlight if you need a precise shave and also is waterproof. The Weed Whacker for the ear and the nose uh, is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin safe technology, which can help reduce snags, nicks, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Finally, the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver will change the way that you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. Manscaped even throws in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the boxers as well as the shed travel bag. Bring those boxers and that comfort to another level. 
It's time to take care of yourself and go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with code bear down. Thank you guys so much. Once again, manscaped for the support and let's hop right back into the episode. All right, Parth hopping back into talking about Justin Fields. As much as I don't want to go down this route, I feel like it most definitely is necessary. Uh, and we want to give a little bit of a more realistic timeline. Bears fans seem yeah. like they overreact uh, to most anything. However, I do think it is important to discuss a proper timeline for Justin Fields' success. Uh, all things considered, with the Bears not giving him help, uh, as I've mentioned already, him getting him being injured his freshman year, his rookie year, excuse me, I guess you could call it freshman year in the NFL, um, the coaching changes everything. I'm going to start with you, Parth. I've rambled on with a manscaped ad for the last three minutes. However, if things do go awry, if things seemingly keep going downhill, when would you get worried? I mean, you already said you're slightly worried about Justin Fields, but when will there be a legitimate uh, case where you're concerned about him and his progression in the future of this team with him as the starting quarterback? I think I'm going to give him to week eight. You know, to, um, I think it's a realistic timeline. Uh, he's had two weeks, um, and these two weeks obviously haven't gone to plan. I mean, at the end of the day, I think he's going to start playing a lot better than these past two weeks have shown. But uh, if week eight, things are still, you know, are on the same, you know, guys aren't getting open, and he's not able Bears to get the ball. Bears have a losing the record, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. And we're in, <laughs> we're in line to get a top three pick or something, you know. And he's just not getting touchdowns. You know, that's the number one thing. We need touchdowns. Uh, and if we're not getting seven points every time we're going down the field, that's when I start getting worried. And that's what happened last week, you know, three and outs and stuff like that. That stuff is not fun to watch. I've been through games like that. That Eagles game comes to mind with um, what's it called? Mitch Trubisky and the Eagles when we played them. Uh, uh, I think yeah, it was, we had like negative yards in the second, first half. Um, it was horrible. And uh, if – things start going that way, then you start getting worried about Luke Getze and Justin Fields and the future of this Bears offense again. You know, at the end of the day, I don't want to get down that path because we've been through a lot. Okay, okay. That's interesting. That surprises me. So you're giving him from the start of his rookie season to now 18 weeks to show significant signs of improvement. I'm going to go with a, a little bit bigger of a timeline uh, and I think one that actually uh, people could learn to grow and appreciate, it might seem like a lot. However, Mitchell Trubisky was given the benefit of this doubt, so I'm going to give it to Justin Fields as well. I'm going to give him 34 games. Uh, I think two entire regular seasons of football uh, combined is, is a good indication where you're going to have a lot of uh, film to be able to break down. You're going to be able to analyze this quarterback's play. Uh, so I guess I would say I, I, I won't be entirely worried until potentially sometime during the next season. And it's also important once again, to bring that back into consideration because you would assume the bears, I believe have $137 million in cap space. One of the higher marks in the league are going to be spending on offense and continuing to try and build around fields. Uh, so I think that would be uh, a lot of reasons to be worried, uh, especially come this team. Well, that see, I'm that's sure where I'd get worried is because I was going to say was um, that's when I start getting worried is because let's say if we go into next year with all that money to spend in the offense and be also the top three pick, you have the opportunity to get a quarterback. Top three? Wow. Let's let's say top if three. things get that bad. Okay. okay. You know, if things get that bad and, you know, Fields has not played that well this year and things get bad like that. We have a top three pick. 
what would you do in that situation? I don't think this will happen, but in that situation, I would take a quarterback and then spend heavy on offseason. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm going to go 34 games. Uh, I, I, I think I still think, and I was at training camp all offseason. I was at training camp all of Justin Fields' rookie season. I think he has shown those tangible signs of improvement. Uh, and I don't think I'd start getting worried at least until uh, a little further down the road. So I'm going to go 34 games. Finally, Parth, before we close this out, let's talk about this. Chicago has been looking for a franchise quarterback for quite some time. One may argue that they haven't had one since uh, in a way in which you view him. And this is a very hot take. Jay Cutler, uh, depending on some of the offenses he played with, with guys like Matt Forte, Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon Marshall, Martellus Bennett, um, the Bears had some good offensive years there, uh, but arguably the Bears haven't had a real franchise quarterback. Uh, I wouldn't even say Jim McMahon. I would say probably since Sid Luckman way, way back before the day of us or even our parents. Uh, so all things considered, I mean, taking all of this into consideration, the situation Fields is in now with the new coaching staff, uh, which I do think is in a good spot. I do think the Bears have the right coaching staff in place. Uh, but with the new coaching staff, the new offensive scheme, the weapons the Bears have around fields, the improvement we're hopefully going to see from this team in an entirety in the next couple of years, everything taken into consideration, do you think Justin Fields can be the franchise quarterback for the Chicago Bears? Do you think he can still develop into that guy? Definitely. Um, you know, I still think he will develop into that guy, actually. Um, I, I have a lot of faith in Justin Fields. You know, these two games, obviously – yeah, I'd be a little bit, you know, on the edge of your seat and, you know, thinking like uh, what's going on, uh, a little shake of the head. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, we got a lot of season left and a lot of football to go. And I think he can prove me and the rest of the Bears fans right. Um, I think the I think we've all, you know, thought that Justin Fields can become the guy ever since we drafted him. And it's because of his, you know, co- just the way he played in college, his demeanor, um, the way he has – you know, carried himself. I think he, th- there's a lot to it. Um, whenever you see him on the field, you feel like this man can and will do the job. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I would, I've never felt more confident in a Chicago quarterback besides Justin Fields in a very long time. I would take him against a lot of guys just because I know he has that it factor, and that's the thing. So you, that's you were a, you were a huge Mitch guy at one point. Sorry to pipe in. Yeah, you, you're you're more confident right now in Fields than say you were about Trubisky after the the playoff run in 2019 not the playoff run the the playoff birth in 2019 I'd say so honestly because um I was Mitch is a game manager at the end of the day you know that was his ceiling um nothing more than that uh I saw him as his best would have been another Alex Smith um with Justin Fields I I see shades of you know like Kyler Murray here and there shades of Lamar Jackson you know it's not like he's got the full-on potential of those guys but that's a game-changing quarterback, and that's a franchise type of quarterback that you want on your team who can score with his legs and with his with his pass, passing as well. And I think that's what Justin Fields can become for the Chicago Bears. Okay. I like that explanation. I like it a lot. Uh, needless to say, I don't have much to add. Uh, you, you, you covered all bases there. However, uh, I do think Fields can be the franchise guy. I think a lot of Bears oh. fans need to be patient with him. Uh, I think exactly. Chicago's fan base... Uh, has such high expectations that when things go awry or things go poorly like they did in Green Bay a couple of nights ago, uh, the hot takes. and The, the overreactions are fine. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. People start to overreact. So 
Bears fans, calm down a little. I still think we've got something special with this guy. Uh, and I still think uh, there are a lot of problems to be panned out on offense, but I think Fields will have more opportunities to prove himself in these coming weeks. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this new episode of Bear Down Uncut. If you haven't done so already, do us a favor wherever you may be listening. Drop a like, subscribe, follow. Uh, leave a comment, share the podcast, leave us a five-star rating. We're trying to bring you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web year-round, so do us a favor, stick with us on this journey, and we're going to keep bringing you guys content as much as we can. If you want more content from us, head to our website, beardown.com. The link for that is down in the description. If you would like to find the podcast on social media for some other content we post, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our personal social media pages down in the description for myself, as well as Parth and the entirety of our team. It's a great way to interact with us, and you can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the entirety of the National Football League, and all of Chicago sports year-round. Parth Shaw, feels good to be doing this once again, approaching the end of the week. Very winnable game this weekend. I know we're going to have three key matchups coming on a Friday, which is a little bit weird for us. However, back into yep. the Bears Texans coverage tomorrow. Any last words before we sign off here? Yeah, I need a win this weekend. Um, the White Sox season's over. So oh, yeah, downs. man. That was a rough one last night. I tuned into that for a while. Um, I didn't yeah. even watch it. Yeah, let's not talk <laughs> about baseball. Bulls start soon, so at least there's something to look forward to. There baseball season's morning. over in Chicago. It's time for Bears to run the show. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the Bears, the Bears are going. The Blackhawks have a new coach. I have no clue what to expect out of them. Uh, but maybe they could surprise some people. Uh, but I mean, the Bulls, the Bulls are a bright spot. I think the Bulls are a good team, and it seems like Lonzo Ball's progressing back uh, at least in some uh, relatively timetable. Yeah, yeah I, I would like to have him back though. But the Bulls, with absolutely, the he's Rosen, a threat. For sure. Yep. There's a lot to look forward to. So thank you guys so much for tuning in once again. We're looking forward to this game this weekend against the Houston Texans. See if Justin Fields can hopefully bounce back. It's been a pleasure to be your host, though. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, content coming all weekend. We've got three key matchups tomorrow, a pregame show on Saturday, postgame show after the game on Sunday. We're excited to bring it to you guys for sure. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.